Kia ora and welcome to Business Your Way, a podcast where I take you behind the scenes and look at the strategies, systems and support needed to grow and scale an online service business. One that not only supports you and your family financially, but one that gives you the freedom to live the life of your dreams. I'm taking the many lessons learnt over the last two decades of running my own business and working with hundreds of clients to bring you what's working now conversations. I'm pulling back the curtain to bring you real stories from real people, including myself. We're going to talk about everything from how to get clarity on your vision, creating systems so you can automate and delegate, how to hire a kick-ass team that creates raving, returning and referring clients. We're even going to talk about how to kick those limiting beliefs to the curb so that you can flourish in your business. I'm your host, Sandra Julian, an Indigenous mama of three, fashion-loving sewist and business strategist. Each week, I want to help you dream big, plan well and do the work to grow and scale your business your way. Just before we jump into this week's episode, I want to invite you to join me for a 90-minute live training to boost your productivity with full focus. To say the last two years have been crazy would be an understatement. So it is completely understandable if you are running at full sprint, but it seems like you are never getting anywhere. You feel like you are on that dreaded hamster wheel. Well, it's time to stop all of that chaos, refocus and get clarity to make progress on the things that matter to you most. In this 90-minute live training session, I'm going to walk you through three key steps to boost your productivity. We're going to uncover why we often fail to reach our big goals, and we're going to look at how we can connect our annual goals to our daily action with the power of three. We're going to cover how to do more in less time by creating constraints that force creativity and out-of-the-box thinking. And we're also going to look at how we can optimize your days with the full focus planner and understand how to leverage habits to create self-automation. I invite you to register for this one-time only live productivity training. It's being held on the 17th of March, or for my Northern Hemisphere friends, that will be 16th of March. So head on over to sandrajulian.co forward slash productivity and get yourself registered. I'll see you there. Welcome to episode 23. This week, I have a really special guest. Her name is Linda Sadu. And she is phenomenal at creating irresistible personality quizzes that attract hundreds of new subscribers on autopilot to your email list. I first met Linda a couple of years ago now, I suppose, and I was immediately attracted to her and her personality because she's very warm and inviting and encouraging. But I was also fascinated by the idea of a personality quiz. 
and how a personality quiz brings new people into your world in a fun kind of way. I'm sure we've all taken those buzzsprout quizzes to find out what kind of superhero you are, but that's as far as those quizzes go. Whereas when you sit down and you build out a quiz with Linda, it's about offering value and providing a call to action from the quiz. So the takers of your quiz can learn something that will help them in their business and that you as the quiz owner have got a next step for them to take. So late last year, I joined Linda's group coaching program, uh, Quiz Lab, because I finally wanted to get my quiz nailed. And I knew that Linda was the person to help me do that. So three months later, and I finally have a brand new quiz that I'm super excited to share with you as well. I've really just finished you know, putting all the final touches on it, and it is available for you to go and take. It's called What's Your Agency Owner Persona? And it's a two-minute quiz so that you can discover how to use your unique personality to systemize and streamline your business so that you can scale without sacrificing your life. Because as an agency owner, we are usually the bottleneck in our business. We are working long hours. We've probably got a team, but we're not empowering the team to run our business. So once you understand your personality, your unique personality, how can you lean into that to move you from being in the weeds in your business to being the owner of your business with an empowered team that can operate your business without you. You still need to be the vision holder of your business and know where you're going and and hold that vision for your team. But your team are taking care of the day-to-day of your business. So leaning into your personality to create the systems to scale your business is going to help you immensely. So go take my quiz. It is sandrajulian.co forward slash quiz. And let's get into my conversation with Linda. Hey, Linda, welcome to the Business Your Way podcast. I have been looking forward to our conversation for a wee while now. So thanks for making the time to join me today. Absolutely. I've been looking forward to this as well. Awesome. Well, I love to start by asking my guests to introduce themselves, who they serve, and what you do to make your moolah. Yeah, so great question. Uh, I am Linda Sidhu. I create quizzes for online business owners and coaches. And funny enough, I started this when I first, I created a quiz for my business, and it just took off. And I can really correlate the reason why it took off to my experience in pharmaceutical sales. So interesting enough, I was in pharmaceutical sales for 10 years and my company gave us a lot of support and training on how to understand different personalities. And I really leaned on that heavily because I knew that if I was going into a doctor's office, 
they knew way more than I could, or I did over the products. And matter of fact, some of them had already had done studies on competing products and my products as well. So I knew I couldn't ask them to use my product if they didn't believe in it, right? So I really leveraged the relationship side of it and tried to build the relationship before I ever tried to sell anything. But when I went to create a quiz for my own business, at the time I was uh, trying to launch a course in email marketing, I created a quiz and it was a personality quiz. And I knocked it out of the park. I even had Interact, the quiz platform, reach out to me three months after I created it and asked me what I was doing because the conversion rate was so high and they didn't usually see that with uh, people who've never created quizzes before. And I really attribute it back to my experience and personality work that I did in pharmaceutical sales. And so that's how it all started. And when I realized there was something to the quizzes, plus I really enjoyed, you know, the personality aspect of it. That's when I kind of honed in on that and thought there was something to quizzes. And so you hadn't seen anyone else do a quiz based on personality. You just sat down and went, I'm just going to leverage what I know about personalities and work out how I put that into a quiz. You didn't model anything to come up with that concept. So I took a course, but in the course, it wasn't necessarily a personality quiz course. It was more just, you know, this is, a way of creating a lead magnet. And I really loved the idea of a quiz uh, as a lead magnet. And I knew I wanted to do that. But when it came time to actually create my own quiz, the only thing that made sense in my head was to do it in terms of someone's personality. And uh, that's how I mapped it out. And um, I didn't realize at the time that that was something that was hard for other people to do. Again, I attribute my um, personality work that I did in the pharmaceutical sales with the training with the DISC program, the DISC assessment that made it so easy and effortless for me to complete on my own. And when I created my quiz, I had people reaching out to me, taking the quiz. They loved it. Interact reached out to me. I actually uh, had a great conversation with one of the co-founders and he thought it was brilliant that I was able to apply that knowledge, create a personality quiz and have success right off the bat. So the more I realized that this wasn't an easy thing for people to do, that's what gave me kind of like a guidepost to keep going down this road. What was your first quiz? Share that with us. Uh, the very first quiz I created was a pop, like a pop Devo one where it was, what's your, um, I probably don't even know that, remember the name, but I remember the results was you were either Beyonce, Lady Gaga, Taylor Swift, or Adele. And the tagline had something about making it rain like Beyonce and trying to get, you know, it was trying to tie to my email marketing course, but it was like, what kind of, what pop diva email marketing star are you or something like that. But at the time, I I always revert to music, interesting enough, when I try to incorporate something fun into my business. So I added a playlist uh, on the result pages. And I thought it would be fun to have, you know, an artist as one of the results. And yeah, I just yeah, it, I just kind of be it took a life of its own, and the the music really became a big part of the quiz itself with the playlist as well. Beautiful. And so, let's take a step back even further. So you were in pharmaceutical sales. How did you then decide? Ah, 
I just want to start an online business. Was there a something that triggered that transition into starting a business or had that been something that was simmering in your background for quite a while? My husband and I are originally from the Midwest, but we, right after we got engaged, we moved to the West Coast and we lived in San Francisco for a year before we moved up to Seattle where we're located right now. And what happened was both my husband and I were in sales and in pharmaceutical sales, the Pacific Northwest has a very big territory. I went all the way down to Portland. You know, I had Seattle. So I spent a lot of time outside my home in hotels to serve my territory because the, it took me about three hours to drive all the way down to Portland. But if you include rush hour, it was just best to stay in a hotel. So every other week I would go down and stay Monday through Wednesday And when I became pregnant, uh, my husband also traveled a lot. He traveled more than I did. Oftentimes he was in New York. Uh, Sometimes they would have him in California to present. So we don't have family out here. So I actually had the opportunity to stay home with my son after he was born. And I don't regret that at all. It was, I'm such a fan of my son and he is a big reason why I decided to stay at home and launch a business where I can work from home so I can take him to school. I can pick him up. I can go to soccer practices and I didn't have to travel anymore. But when Liam went to kindergarten, I knew I wanted something for me. I've always been a leader. I was a top 10 sales representative every single year I was in sales Uh, I always enjoyed working with people and connecting with people. So I knew that I needed an outlet for myself other than just being a stay-at-home mom. So I took some business courses and uh, decided to put together a course and start with email marketing. And uh, that's when I created the quiz. And then, you know, about a year later, really started to focus on quizzes. And so what does your business look like now? You're still doing a bit of email marketing or it's just solely done for you services for other businesses? What does that look like in in what you offer? Yeah. So when Liam went to kindergarten, he was only there for a couple months before he came home because that was when the pandemic hit in March 2020. So that was a little unexpected. And to be honest with you, I felt a little trapped because I felt like, oh, no, I'm not going to be able, you know, I'm always all in with things. And when I was a stay-at-home mom, I was all in as a stay-at-home mom. It was hard for me to visualize, you know, how can I have more balance and how can I do something for myself with my child being home with me 24-7. So I did feel a little trapped at the moment. But there was a mantra that I uh, started to think about and I really relied heavily on in 2020, and it was that no one was going to take away my destiny. So I knew that if I had to spend more time with Liam, it was just a blessing and that my destiny would always be there and no one was going to take it away from me. So that gave me um, time to just relax and kind of let go of control and just say, hey, I'm up for whatever, wherever this takes me, right? Right. And I can try to do both, but obviously, you know, my son is definitely the most important thing. So I was actually in a partnership at the time and a few months into the pandemic, my partner decided that she no longer wanted to be in business together. So it was about October, 2020, and we had to take down our website. I lost my email list, all my social media, everything was gone And it was in a moment, I remember it was, I was sitting on my boat, we were in Seattle 
And I just decided if I'm going to do this again, if I'm going to launch another business, because I knew I had it in me and I wanted to do it. However, this time around, I knew what all consisted of it. I knew how much hard work (laughs) it was going to be and that I was going to have to do it by myself. But I decided I was sitting there uh, in Lake Washington, dangling my feet into the water. And I just knew that I was going to lean into my strengths. And that was the moment I made the decision just to focus on the top of the funnel and to uh, really go all in with personality work and focusing on personality quizzes and just not necessarily launch a course at that time, but just to start start serving one-on-one clients and doing done-for-you quizzes. And I started doing that for 2021 the beginning of actually the end of 2020. And then about the first six months of 2021 was solely done for you quizzes. And so what this did was Liam was actually still at home. He was still remote learning. It allowed me to uh, charge a little bit more to do the services as a done for you client work, but it also allowed me time to work at night or on the weekends and be able to serve my client and get it done. The other thing it made me realize was it helped me build confidence in my product because I had a client have a $95,000 launch with one of my quizzes. I saw another client have a $65,000 launch. I saw another client who uh, she ended up selling a mini course. All of her social media went down during right when the quiz launched, but luckily she had an email list and, uh, with that quiz attached to a welcome series that nurtured their audience, her audience and tied it to her mini course, everything was set up on automation. She too had a $20,000 launch the month of April in 2020 when everything was going haywire with COVID and she had lost her social media. So what I was starting to notice is that, oh my gosh, these quizzes are really the foundation of beautiful launches. And it's just a piece of the pie. Because of course, you have to have the welcome series. You also have to have the nurturing. You have to have the audience that you're trying to build in order to sell something and the no like, and trust factor. And a lot of that, I have to rely on the business owner. But my part was doing well. Other parts of the funnel might not have done so great in certain cases, but I realized that the quizzes were being knocked out of the park and I felt really confident in that. So that's when I decided I could probably scale this a little bit more. And uh, I hired an online curriculum coach because I did not have the time, you know, with Liam still being at home, (laughs) I did not have the time to put everything I knew into a course. So what I did is I would meet with her every single week. We would meet for an hour and I would tell her everything that was in my head. And then she would put it on a workbook, basically on a Google document and return it back to me. And so I was able to launch the quiz lab fall of 2021, which you were a part of. And I had 14 amazing business owners join me in that group. And they were able to take my strategy, take my, what I did one-on-one and turn it into a course, a group coaching program. And we took it in bite-sized pieces. And so far I have almost nine people out of that group that have their quizzes done. Such a great journey from, you know, working one-on-one with people to nailing what that process looked like and then having someone extract it from your head. (laughs) Yeah. 
Like, I really like how you did that because it is so hard sometimes to take what's in your own head and extract that and put it into some kind of structure because when you're so close to the work, you're like, oh, but that might be this or it might be that. Oh, it could be this or it could be that. So then you are providing all these little like forks in the road as you're trying to develop it. But the group experience was really good. And being able to, you know, as a participant, being able to have your knowledge and putting this together and being so hands-on with us was super valuable because there is so much to developing a quiz. Like there is lots of pieces and lots to think about. And when you are not familiar with the DISC program, there's also that. So I found like I was having to do the work and allocate time for the work. This wasn't something that I was able to do just with an hour a week, you know, because I really had to dive into the different components in order for it to be successful. But your process it is like it's really good and what you teach in that group program gets really good results for your clients and hence you've got nine people out of 14 who have completed I'm probably one of the ones who haven't but I'm so close like no you're very close I'm actually counting you in the nine because I expect your quiz to be done (laughs) and actually by the time this airs it's probably already done right so yes yes it will (laughs) what were any takeaways from you as a service provider, going from one-on-one services into a group program? Yeah, you know, that's interesting. I really enjoy working one-on-one with my clients, mainly because when somebody purchases from me, I want to make sure that I deliver the results. So it's integrity is really important to me. If somebody's going to pay me to do something, I know I'm going to not only do it, but I'm going to do it well, and I'm going to knock it out of the park. And so I was really worried about a group coaching experience because I didn't want to take people's money unless they were going to be able to get their quiz complete. And that was another reason why I actually hired the online curriculum coach was because, and this goes back to leaning into my strengths. So when I was on the boat and I had my feet dangling in the water, I knew that if I was going to launch my own business, I was always going to lean into my strengths from that moment forward. I was never going to do stuff that would hold me back. So tech is not my, my friend. And also the whole critical thinking and analyzing and researching, that is not my thing either. So I, I really enjoyed working with uh, the online curriculum coach because she's an exact opposite personality as I am. So she was asking really good questions and she was being very thoughtful and just really pulling out the information and putting it on paper in a way that was going to help the members of my group coaching program be able to complete the task. And because that was always important to me and like number one thing that was a priority, I knew that investing in my course that way was a way for me to invest in my group coaching members before they ever bought from me, because I wanted to ensure that I was giving them a process that they were going to complete. So it's very important to me. So twofold, it was, I was worried about doing it because I wasn't sure if everybody was going to be able to complete the quiz. But after the program was over, I felt I walked away knowing 
that I did the best I possibly could. And for those that are still working on their quiz, a lot of factors came into play. There was a, a few that members that got COVID during the holidays. Then there was the holidays on top of that. And um, just seemed to be a lot going on. And um, unfortunately, with COVID, you know, there was a few members that had family members pass away, not necessarily from COVID. I just know that there was a couple people who had family members pass away around the holidays as well. And uh, so I look at those individuals and I've been meeting with them separately because of their situation. But I am still ensuring that, you know, if you give me money and you're investing in a quiz, I will do my darndest to make sure that you have it done and you have something to show for. Yeah. And I think that's where like a lot of one-on-one service providers, I think that is probably the biggest hesitation going into like a group coaching scenario, because as a service provider, you are doing the work when you're doing the one-on-one. When you go into a group coaching program, you're relying on people coming into your program to do the work themselves. And that's a big shift for a service provider. I know for myself being a service provider, it's because I can get it done and I can work out how to do it if I hit a roadblock or, you know, hit a lump or kind of come up against something that I'm unsure about. It's like, let me work that out in order to continue to get the result for my client. So moving into a group coaching program from being a service provider can be a really big step. So I appreciate you sharing your experience of, you know, how you made that transition into into their group coaching space. What does business look like now for you? Are you continuing to doing one-on-one or are you going to lean into the group coaching experience a bit more? Yeah, so this is a great question, Sandra, and I don't know if I've told you any of my plans for this year, but I am a I personality. If you are following the DISC assessment, I'm an influencer. I'm very fast paced. I am um, very people oriented. I'm a Gemini. Um, but if you know me, I just, I don't love commitments. I really enjoy the flexibility to have fun, the freedom to live my life and to, you know, Gemini is, I, I believe in, it's an error. Uh, sign. So I just like to kind of float around and do whatever I want. So the reason why I'm telling you this is because when it comes to pivoting and people have to pivot, you know, with their business, I had to pivot when my uh, business partner decided not to, you know, continue doing business with me. I had to pivot with the pandemic. Women had to pivot. We're going to have to pivot continually. And you know, I want to be a role model for twofold where it's, if you have to pivot, that's okay. That's going to happen. Don't be scared. Just, you know, go with it. And since I've had to deal with that with my business, uh, I, I just see other women having to deal with that as well. But the other thing is, is I don't want to have to be held accountable to do one thing. I want to be able to go, you know, if I want another challenge, I want to be able to do something different or have a different offering. So what I've decided to do based on the feedback from the quiz lab members is I want to get certified in DISC and I signed up to do so. So I'm not sure when this will air, but I might actually be DISC certified at that time. And what that's going to allow me to, to do is again, lean back into my strengths which is being a personality expert and bringing that into the online business industry. And what I mean by that is I would love to provide workshops on how to sell to different personalities. 
Maybe uh, if you can identify a personality that you don't technically work well with, also giving yourself permission not to work with those people, you know what I mean? And being okay with that. But I also love the idea that this opens the door to working with corporate and not necessarily staying at home, you know, in case I want to get back into the corporate world. But I absolutely love personality quizzes. I think it was a stepping stone into my business. However, I want to give myself the flexibility to see what else comes from it. And so that also includes the DISC assessment and how I can help entrepreneurs maybe launch their courses and offerings based on their personality, uh, still do personality quizzes, or even get into the sales aspect and understanding how to communicate to different people. So you can share your offering in a way that feels good to you and the client. That's so good. Just leaning into your strengths in order to see where your business will develop and evolve. And I think that's important work for us all to realize too, is identifying the personality that we want to do business with. What's our own personality? What are our own strengths? And who do we work best with? Because once we can identify that, then we really get clear about who we're marketing to, right? Oh, yeah. That's the nail on the head, Sandra. And that's what I love the most. And what I've identified in my own business is the people who are usually hiring me for done for you quizzes are the dominant, fast paced, task oriented individuals. I believe you're a D as well. I'm a high D. Yeah. Yeah. And I love, love, love working with the D's. The reason why is because I'm confident in my work. I know I can, like I said, you know, nail it hit it out of the park. And what I love that the D's do is they trust me. They invest in me. We meet on a call. They're too busy. They're too busy running and working their business and generating ways to make sales that they kind of leave me alone to do my thing. And then I do my thing and I prepare it and I send it over. And usually like 9.9 Times out of 10, they absolutely love the work that I've done for them. Uh, However, I have noticed when I'm working with other personalities, sometimes there's a little bit more, um, it's not so easy, right? Specifically with the researchers and the analyzers and more of the C-type personalities. I absolutely adore those personalities as well. But what I realize that comes up is there's more questions, there's more hesitation. They like to question a lot. And at the beginning, you know, before I really started to lean back onto DISC and understanding personalities, I always have to remind myself if someone's asking me too many questions to where I'm like, maybe they're not interested in this service, right? That's actually not true for the C-type personalities. They're asking questions because they are interested. So occasionally I have to be like, okay, this is who I'm talking to on a discovery call. And instead of being like questioning, you know, oh, are they questioning me? No, I actually kind of say, oh, I kind of know that they're an analyzer. They're asking questions because they're actually interested. But oftentimes those individuals don't usually hire me for a done for you quiz work, but I can, I can tell who they are on discovery calls when they show up. Those are individuals I think that would work well in my quiz lab because they like, they could get the hands-on experience. They can, they like to understand the ins and outs and the systems. And so they might be actually a better fit for my quiz lab anyways. So oftentimes when I have discovery calls, and this happened in the quiz lab, actually, when I was taking one-on-one calls to see if people were a good fit to fill the course, I actually identified four people who were D personalities. And instead of having them go through the course, because 
I could tell they were just running too fast and they didn't have time to sit down to do the course. I actually offered them to do done for you quizzes and I booked out through April um, in October because I identified their personality and said, you know what, there's this other option you might be interested in. And when I gave that to them, they preferred to have that option versus being in the quiz lab, which was really interesting too. Super fascinating that you're able to identify that on the call and then make an offer to them based on their personality. A hundred percent. And I, again, I always do that. I really, really firmly believe that you need to coach people with their strengths. And, Mm -hmm. you know, with the dominant type business owners, I knew that if I encouraged them to go into the quiz lab, that that would have been uncomfortable for them. It would have been too slow of a process for certain individuals. And so just in the call alone, I knew they wanted to hire me. I knew they didn't want to do the course. And so I gave that other option as a, you know, here's an option where I can just do it for you, except it's going to, you're going to have to wait since I'm focusing on the quiz lab, which one would you do? I actually had four people choose to wait and have it done for them instead of going through the actual quiz lab because they didn't want to sit there and do it. And I don't blame them because it's not necessarily something that they would have enjoyed and they might not have done the work either. And that's good for them to identify that actually that's just not how I want to work. That's not my strengths. That's not work that I want to do, but I want the result. I want the outcome of actually having a quiz in my business, but the journey of actually doing the work myself is going to be so heavy and so not in my wheelhouse. I would rather have someone else do it. So good thing to identify. Do you think that we attract our own personality type? Like you're an I, but you attract the D type personalities. Do you think we attract personalities similar to our own or is it always attract people who are different to us? What are you seeing? Well, I don't actually know the real statistics of who's a D, who's an I, who is an S and who's a C. I do think there's a, from some stats that I've seen, there is a lot more individuals who fall into the slower paced, more thoughtful approach type personalities whether you're task oriented or people oriented. So a lot of the, a lot of individuals end up being the steady personality and the conscientious personalities. And so I think from what I understand, there's less people out there that are the dominant influencers. But again, I don't know the official stats. Mm -hmm. I saw something um, somebody sent me that was, that was a stat, but you just, you know, sometimes like I didn't have the full, picture of what they were talking about. It was just a stat divided all four of those, but what did it, was it in terms of sales? Was it in terms of leadership? I don't know. Right. Mm -hmm. But what I'm trying to say is, first of all, all of us have every personality in us. So even though I am an influencer, I still, I mean, look at me in my business. I do quizzes. I set my, I have my business set up on a foundation. I use systems. I use funnels. Does that mean that I, you know, obviously that means I've got some C type personality in me, right? So all of us have all four personality strengths in us. You just kind of fall into one quadrant over the other. So oftentimes, you know, and I am an I, but I tend to have a lot of friends that are S type personalities, very loyal, very people oriented, very um, nurturing. I've noticed that a lot of my friends are either S's or D's, but yeah, I mean, I don't think you attract 
I think you, you know, you hit it off with certain people or you don't. Right. And it doesn't necessarily come down to your personality, what it is. And all of us have similarities. It's just, you know, when it comes to certain things, you, you know, you might not gel so well with people who are opposites are you, but then some people do, right? Like look at marriages. Some people like marry the exact opposite, right? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, I think when it comes down to doing business, it also, you also have to take in consideration the awareness factor. Like, have they been wanting to work with you? Have they been wanting to do a quiz for a while? That might not matter on their decision process, even if, you know what I mean? Because they might've been thinking about it for so long that they're just ready to pull the trigger. So I want to just kind of go back to something you said earlier and that you've had clients have really successful launches with their quiz. Is that really the only time that you would put a quiz into your business is you want to launch a product into the world. And so the first thing to do with a bit of a runway is to put a quiz out into the world to get people onto your email list and to warm them up with something a little bit fun and share information with them in order that you can launch like what other ways can businesses use a quiz in their business if they if they don't launch like if they just have a, an open service so they're just enrolling one-on-one clients continuously into their service would they use a quiz or not yeah that's a good question I prefer when people have some type of intention behind a quiz whether that's a VIP day, whether it's some other way to sell your products, that's fine. But I would love for the entrepreneur to have something that's validating, that's that's working for them. And most oftentimes I do see group coaching programs or do-it-yourself courses attached to a quiz. So the typical quiz funnel I work on is we create the quiz, we have a welcome series to nurture the new leads, then there's some pre-launch seeding emails that go into, you know, your course. Then there's a webinar or maybe a three-day challenge, some type of an event to really kick off the doors are opening for your course. And then it's the course. That is where I've seen the most success utilized from a quiz. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't use that same strategy, you know, quiz, welcome series to your course. But eventually you're going to have to nurture your leads that maybe you got from the quiz, right? And then you start talking about your VIP days and you offer that, right? Or you have webinars and workshops and different things. The quiz is really just a piece of the pie. It's a way to generate leads in your business so you can grow your email list because you need to grow your email list in order to sell anything, right? Yeah. So we're growing our email list and it could be... I've got a one-on-one service. So if I'm a graphic designer or if I'm a interior designer or a, a web developer or, you know, if these are services that are offering the one-on-one. So maybe a social media manager, maybe a VA or an OBM, we're all offering that one-on-one service. So having a quiz as a attraction, as a list building tool that then they can nurture and then put out the offer of the, here are my one-on-one services. You know, I currently have spaces for my fully designed package, or I'm currently taking interior design clients for, you know, March this year. Or So 
a quiz can be used in that sense too, just to bring people in so they get to know you and then offer out your one-on-one services, right? Yeah, I mean, I've seen people, basically, whatever you want to do as a business owner, whatever feels right to you. So I've seen business owners do workshops. I've seen them do webinars. I've seen them offer discovery calls. You know, eventually you're you're trying to take them down the funnel, right? So mm-hmm. the quiz is a it's a lead gen tool. It, it's a way to attract people to your services. That is its primary role. Whatever you want to do after that is up to you as a business owner. But in my personal experience, I've seen people have really good success when they're very intentional and they have a game plan behind it. So for example, for my quiz that I launched in the fall, I had a quiz, I had a welcome series, and then I spent three weeks really kind of seeding and nurturing. And what I was doing was sharing case studies of how I've helped entrepreneurs, you know, with quizzes. I was showing testimonials. I was really trying to get people interested. And then I kicked off a three-day challenge where I helped people come up with a way to nail their own quiz idea. So the objective was to, you know, let's come up with your quiz idea. That's the number one thing people ask me is what kind of quiz should I do for my business? So the three-day challenge was designed around that. So at least I was able to help them come up with their idea. And then at that point, that's when the cart opened to my quiz lab and they had an opportunity to actually create a quiz with me. Perfect. So you got to convert somehow, right? Whether it's a VIP day, whether you want to get them on a one-on-one call, whatever works for you and your offerings. Um, But Mm -hmm. if you, I've seen a lot of success with courses, group coaching programs, things like that. And then once you actually convert to your group coaching, then you can take it a step further, keep nurturing, and then maybe offer VIP days. Mm. But it just depends on what you are offering and how you want to use your quiz. So just be intentional with where you want them to end up at the bottom of the funnel. Yeah, quiz is going to bring them in at the top of the funnel. You're going to have fall off along the way, but essentially, what are you leading them towards? Yeah, what do you want your people to do? What do you want them to buy from you? Like whatever you decide, reverse engineer it. And that's where you start with the quiz. And then you lead them down that path. Yeah, perfect. Linda, so lovely to talk to you today. I know you've got to run away, go get your son from school. So I don't want to hold on to you too much longer. Although I've probably still got a, a million and one questions that we could talk about. But if people want to know a bit more about creating a quiz for their business, is a quiz right for their business? How do I start with a quiz? where would you send them? Where can they reach out to you? So the best places to find me is you can go to my website, which is uh, www.lindasudu.com. I know you'll link it. And on my website is a nail your quiz idea. I love to send people to that because the number one question people have is what should I do for my business? So that PDF download will really address that. And it should help you come up with an idea. And that's what I want to help people get resolved. Because once you have an idea, then you can move forward. But I also have a Facebook group called the Quiz Creators. I love to show up on my Facebook group. I always oftentimes have different entrepreneurs in there to discuss publicity or copywriting or different things. And um, I already have plans for having some really phenomenal people come in this year. So the Quiz Creators is a Facebook group. That's another place where you can find me. And that's it. I think those are my two spots. 
and your Facebook group is amazing for you know a free group that come in that's really engaged and you get to have really good conversations with others not just about quizzes though either it's we talk about all kinds of things in that group and it's a lovely engaged friendly welcoming group you've done such an amazing job of nurturing that group that yeah it's one of my favorite to participate in. So I'm going to put the link to that in the show notes as well. But just a big thank you for coming in today and talking about quizzes and looking behind your business, your experience as a service provider, you know, not just doing one-on-one, but making a transition into doing something different. And you're still making transitions into what you might do in 2022, which is Mm. exciting and how you're leveraging your strengths. So I appreciate you being here and sharing all of that with us. Yes. And you've been such an amazing entrepreneur and friend that I've gotten to connect with. And I'm really excited about your quiz. So you've worked really, really hard on it. And I cannot wait for people to take your quiz because again, it's very purposeful. It's very intentional. And that's exactly what I like to teach um, to my members and for my done for you clients. And thank you Mm. so much for having me here. You're welcome. By the time this episode launches or gets released, my quiz will be up and running so I'm going to put the link to that quiz in the show notes as well and you can go take that quiz and you know I can attribute all of the strategy and the know-how to putting that together all to Linda so thanks so much it's it's a pleasure to be in your world ah thank you Sandra okay we'll talk to you again real soon thank you for being here today Before you go today, I wanted to say thank you for being here and listening all the way to the end. All of the links to this week's episode can be found in the show notes. Or if you like to read a really good blog, then you can head over to my website at sandrajulian.co forward slash podcast. Now you've probably realized that running a business is not for the faint hearted. There are challenges coming at you left, right and centre every day. But I'm here to tell you that challenges are only challenges because you haven't yet found an answer to them. The solution could actually be easier than you may think. But if you're anything like me, you tend to overthink or overanalyze the solution that is right in front of you. So what do you have to do to become the best boss you could possibly be? Well, you could go and take my two-minute free agency owner persona quiz at sandrajulian.co forward slash quiz. Here you'll find out how you can scale and streamline your business without compromising you and your lifestyle. I can't wait to know what your results are. So once you've done the quiz, why don't you take a screenshot, jump over to Instagram, share it on your stories, and don't forget to tag me. I'm at sandrajulian.co. If you've enjoyed today's episode, make sure that you hit the subscribe button to get notified of the new episodes as soon as they're released. And if you listen on Spotify or the Apple Podcast app, 
then I'd really appreciate if you could rate the show and perhaps leave a quick review if you are on the Apple app. Those five stars would mean the world to me and it would help get this show in the ears of more online service business owners. Alrighty my friend, have the most productive week and I will talk to you again real soon.